Do you want to know why you shouldn't be worried about your smartphone or your TV spying on you? Because I'm not that important. <laughs> there might be some merit to that, but uh, uh, it's more so because uh, your vacuum cleaner's been collecting dirt on you for years. That's terrible. <laughs> what is that from? It's not... I looked up TV, like jokes told on TV shows, and all I got was a list of jokes that include a TV <laughs> Not a a TV show. So, for example, that was one of them. Another one here is, I saw my wife slightly drunk, yelling at the TV, don't go in the church, you moron. She was watching our wedding video again. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's a little button I had to click here to say that I'm over 18. Oh, dear. Um, So you're going to get a bit raunchy. There's nothing wrong with SEX on TV, as long as you don't fall off. Like You can't do that with current modern flat screen TVs. No, that's a very dated joke. Very dated. And the last one for you here. A friend of mine used to have the job of holding cue cards for TV presenters. He was fired for dropping them. I tried talking to him about it, but he couldn't hold a conversation. In a world where podcast is spelt with two T's, unlikely heroes... Jade and MJK come together to talk about stuff and try to get sponsors for their weekly show. This is Not Another Podcast. G'day, MJK. Hi. Or should I say, what's up, what's up, what's up? No, you can not do that. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, oh, I've got to click this button here. Hello. Um, we uh, come to you. I was going to say come to you live, but we're recording Friday night here. And we'll be uh, uploading episode four of season five's, not another podcast, on Sunday. You, even though it's on like yeah. the title, you always feel the need to say it out loud. Yeah. The, the it's good. You listen to any podcast. Sometimes they say the title like five times. You're like, I've had enough. I don't think you listen to podcasts. Oh, I've listened to Kevin Smith and Conan O'Brien and the Supergirl well, Radio. The name of Conan shows a people people's names, so of course he's going to say, "Oh, hi, <laughs> Will Arnett. <laughs> Hello, Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> Hello, MJK. What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> well played, well played. Uh, but anyway, we come to you in interesting times. It's considering the world is experiencing a pandemic for the first time in over one hundred years. But uh, we're not going to dwell on that. And it's talk definitely about going to kill me. That's the the politics of it. We're just going to talk about what matters and how it's affected Hollywood. <laughs> and just go straight into some Hollywood news. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Well, the first uh, celeb that we knew of who'd been tested positive for the coronavirus. Rita Wilson. <laughs> Rita Wilson and Tom Hanks, the married couple, the uh, American uh, sweethearts. They obviously were tested positive for in Australia, Brisbane, I believe. So they're here currently uh, finishing out their two weeks quarantine. Um, And we're like, wow, how else is this going to affect Hollywood? And over the last couple of weeks, it actually has started to influence a few things, but also... Yes, with a lot of cinemas closing, they're not releasing films. And uh, I said to you quite a few days ago that uh, Marvel's The New Mutants... Oh, yeah, that was a pretty funny laugh. Has been delayed yet again, um, obviously because of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. But uh, still, it's supposed to come out two years ago, Jade. I know. It still <laughs> hasn't been released. 
another way in which it has been and delayed. Has, I mean, it hasn't been scrapped. They're still going to release still it happening. eventually. But Those actors will be 40 by the time it comes out well, the, at the, this rate. The young broad who played Ira from... Mm-hmm. Uh, Arya Stark from... Thorns. Yes, yeah. She, uh, you got to wonder how much she aged in that time period. <laughs> you know? Yeah, three years or close to. Because I was doing, just to quickly go off topic but get back to it, I was mm. doing uh, some trivia for Sopranos because you know, I've been watching a mm. shit ton of Sopranos. Between the pilot episode and the next episode, there was nearly two years. They shot the pilot oh, really? in 97 and what? then 99 they picked up production. That's a very long time. That's Hollywood, baby. Oh, okay. They're insane. <laughs> Facts. They're animals. Message received. So wait, how are you bringing it back? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just saying <laughs> with the, the kids, there was kids on the show and the, the, the broad who plays the daughter, mm. uh, she actually got a nose job between oh, that time. Oh, no way. And she lost a bunch of work. She had an eating disorder. So oh, my God. It had to be pointed out to me. I was like, oh, that clearly oh, was wow. a good chunk of time here because Tony gets a bit bigger and he loses a bit more hair. Yep. But uh, yeah. But there's no explanation for it in the show. No, it's just... No, it just picks up where it's meant to be. Two. Yeah. Um, the other thing, the CW definitely shut down all of their shows such as Flash, Supergirl, Batwoman. Legends had already finished filming. Riverdale as well. Uh, but I've seen lots of other TV shows from other networks going home. I saw the cast of Bold Type have posted their last sort of selfie together before they go quarantine. Um, and what was it? Did we already, already mention Shang-Li? You mean Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi. Yeah. Yep. Do tell. Yeah, the, the <laughs> director quarantined himself. So uh, first unit... Uh, oh, but it was just... Yeah. First, first unit has been suspended, but second unit apparently was still continuing. But this was a good... Probably almost two weeks ago. Probably over a right. week ago before stuff started really getting interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, WrestleMania was yeah. expected to be cancelled, but now they're going to broadcasted over two days saturday and sunday in early april mm-hmm. uh in front of no crowd mm-hmm. which is interesting mm. from their performance be very center. weird having seen what the afl looked like last night without a crowd at yeah the i MCG, wasn't mad at it i was actually quite okay no, with it, it was just different but wrestling you you rely so much on the reaction it's about the interaction the same, i think of it the same with comedy like if you're watching oh at yeah home, sketch comedy you're less likely to laugh whereas if you're out yeah with in the actual crowd yep chances are you're laughing you, you're in stitches you're yeah you're like shut the fuck up you're making my face hurt from smiling and laughing <laughs> so much and uh coachella got postponed from Who april cares? all coachella the way through fuck to off. all the way through to october drug festival which includes the headlining act of rage against the machine which i would totally go to coachella just to see um so a lot of things are just like a lot of conventions around the place are just being delayed or postponed until further notice uh, much like uh, travels, travel bans been evoked f- indefinitely. So that stops a lot of production from happening as well. Because and as long as you don't cancel, you get a refund, right? That's right. They have to be like, yeah, look. Fun facts. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So there's that. Um, there's been a lot of songs and stuff created. Like celebrities that have said shit and then people have turned them into songs um, oh, that really? I've seen on TikTok and Snapchat and stuff like that. And uh, What is TikTok? Uh <laughs> My worst nightmare. Because um, it's a kid thing, right? They, they, oh, it's most popular well, with them, right? There is, There are a number of young adults on there as well, but I don't even know how to explain it. It's social. It's not really social networking because you're just posting for the like. You're posting videos. A lot of them are people singing or 
it, it, I don't know. I can't so it's explain like it because it's Instagram? like a vlog, but ah. then there's dance routines that some of them do, and there's people just little skits, and it's all for likes and reactions and shares. So it's like video Instagram or video Twitter, pretty much. Okay, yeah. so Instagram's the picture, Twitter's yeah. the words. This is video. This is everything. It's like I know. Oh, Snapchat turned into videos as well, but Snapchat was created for dick pics. <laughs> and and if that, you want to well, see mine, you can hook me now. up on OnlyFans or Patreon. Streaks, you know. Um, but yeah, and then I've just noticed with Instagram and things like that that there are a lot of celebrities that are self-isolating, quarantining, or and I'm like, yep, you've got the luxury of doing that because your TV show, your movie's been shut down. You've got nothing else to do, so of course you can just go home and quarantine. However, if you're a teacher in South Australia. You're in school with over a thousand kids and you've got no Every choice. damn day except for Saturday and Sunday. That's right. So, you know. here's to the weekend. Because you're not hearing about it enough already. That's right. But that's the last you'll hear of us Move, about it. Bitch, you Get out the way. Oh, wrong song. Crikey. Well, uh, that lovely <laughs> little song is taking us into discussing trailers. Movie trailers specifically. They did release a um, second trailer for... Black Widow. So Why? I watched that the other week. What? Why? Oh, you know, just to tease a little more of Does what's to come. Does it give away more of the story? I don't. It doesn't really give you more of the story. It's just more of the different action sequences and interactions between the key characters. Mm, Doctor Pepper. Oh, my fave. Um. So that was good, just to see a few new moments from the film that we hadn't seen yet. Um. You know, obviously highly anticipating that one. And then I watched the trailer for Jungle Cruise, which is Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt. Oh, I've seen posters for that. I watched a trailer, or the first trailer for it, because this was trailer number two, easily two months ago. Um, So this is the most recent trailer in light of it coming out sooner rather than later. And, you know, just think, you know, welcome to the jungle, the rock any sort of mo- any sort of rock movie, and it's along those lines. Every time I every time I kept seeing the poster, I was like, "Wait, there's another Jumanji." Like, yeah, like it's kind of got the Jumanji rampage, all these sorts of thing vibe. But and then Emily Blunt sort of just strewn along with him, thrown along with him. Sure, like, yeah, sure, that sounds great. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, that Tom Cruise movie she was in was good. Oh, Edge of Tomorrow. That's it. <laughs> Uh, it could be the Emily Blunt movie too. It's definitely Tom Cruise. Um, I don't know. So that's could I don't know if I'll see that in the world. in the cinema. But very um, unlikely. Yeah, <laughs> but I'll definitely check it out at some point because I'm a Blunt fan. Yeah, smoke that Blunt. <laughs> <laughs> and then you and I both watched two trailers together, maybe like two seconds ago. Um, the first one was called The Hunt. And what did I say that top build ladies was? Betty Gilpin, who we know from Glow, Miss Americana, whatever her name is. <laughs> Liberty Bell. <laughs> Not to be confused with Taylor Swift's new documentary. Um, yeah, where 12 strangers wake up in the middle of nowhere, not yeah. knowing how they got there. Their mouths are Some very familiar faces. Yeah. 
and they've got why to fight their way out of an area. That's the Emma Roberts, and she's a scream queen. How the hell is she not top build for that movie? That breaks yeah, my heart. Betty is Hillary Swank's second build, um, and basically they have to fight for their lives. But it seems that, according to the trailer, they obviously get out of that situation. That's the start of the film, and then it, that premise of them being set up to maybe kill each other. Um, flows over into their real life, into the real world. And the big dude from American History X and My Name is Earl said something like, they're not real people, they're actors, which confused the shit out of me. Yeah, it's like Truman Show meets The Hunger Games, meets Death Race, meets white people. <laughs> it's kind of like Predator, the, the one yeah, that uh, What's-A-Face directed, um, Robert Rodriguez. Yes. Where they just... Uh, With they're Adrian Brody. the island yeah. and they, they get hunted. They kind of literally crash land like the opening scene. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're transported, I believe. It's kind of that one. It seemed a bit random. Uh, yeah. Not sure if I'm interested in seeing it. I'll definitely watch it. Mm. Only because... Only at home. My boy Ike's in it. Yeah. I don't know how to say his last name. Ike Turner? <laughs> uh, Ike <laughs> Bruchenholds or something. Oh, okay. Using such movies as like... Uh, shit. I can't think. He's the dickhead guard in Suicide Squad. You've probably never seen that, though, because it was so poorly written. I have I seen enjoyed it. it, so fuck you. <laughs> uh, what, what was the other and one? And the other watched? one we watched was Arkansas. 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 I think Arkansas. Arkansas. Like Kansas City. But Arkansas not. Arkansas and Kansas. Yeah. Word mash. It's it's set around Louisiana. It's Who's got Clark Duke? I know his face. I just don't know where he's from. The younger guy. Isn't yeah. he Hot Dub Time Machine? If that is yeah, him, that's he him. looks very different. Yeah, very, because he's got the ponytail and the little mo. That's the voice, though. But I that's guess. him. And then it's Liam Hemsworth, Malkovich, John Malkovich, and Vince, Vince Vaughn. Vaughn, and Vivica A. Fox. Now, that's a very intriguing cast right there. Yeah, and the broad, the, the young broad who oh. likes creepy dudes. Oh. She didn't even get billed. Yeah, I don't, and I don't actually recognize Me her. Me neither. That's probably why she's. <laughs> what was happening in that? It was about. Crime in this city that where it you kind of goes unnoticed. You don't hear small town crime. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you don't hear about organized crime in small towns because it's not organized. <laughs> That's right. So it's these guys trying to be criminals in the their small town. I don't know. So don't throw <laughs> off the cops. Good. <laughs> no, not good. Yeah. I don't know, so that seems like a very dark film because it seemed to have quite a bit of violence and gore throughout it, but it's going to be more from the dark it comedy looks aspect. Looks like the kind of thing a Coen Brothers would do, mm. like a Fargo. Yeah, that's true. Burn after reading. It, that's yeah, the yeah, way yeah, they yeah. like super dark, but also gonna, you're going to give you a bit of a going to have a bunch of laughs in it. Yeah. But it said select theatres and online, so I don't think it'll come to cinemas here, despite the fact that it's got Hemsworth in it. It might be more yeah, of a it, Netflix well, it thing. It might be a select theatres thing here because mm. it is a Hemsworth thing. You ever <laughs> think of that? Oh, dear. Well, that's true. Your favourite Hemsworth. Probably mine now, too, except for Thor. Thought's pretty cool. Because Miley's no longer... Did you watch any other trailers besides those ones with me? Probably. Just put them out of your mind. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Neither of us have been to the movies in a little while, which is where we normally see trailers before that starts. But, this is uh, true. This is true. And that what I've learnt recently is don't watch trailers a week before your podcast because you forget them. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good. You have lesson. to rewatch that's them. A good so lesson. just watch them right before the podcast to refresh yeah. and then be able to speak from it. From memory from that. Well, there's no promises for that, is there? <coughs> nope. Excuse me, I'm just going to... Just take a sip. Drink some uh, diphtheria. Just what mm. the doctor ordered. You know what? That should be in their uh, tagline, their promotion. Just what the doctor ordered? Just what the doctor ordered. Dr. Pepper, <coughs> sponsor us. Dr. Pepper a day keeps the doctor at bay. 
purple hat, cheetah print, dancing on the people, rolled up at the after joint, dancing, dancing on the people, people, dancing on the people, I got people on the people, people, dancing on the people, with the people on the people, smoking CO2, see me see you dancing on the people, climb up on the booth, hanging from the people, on the people, my head is the roof, dancing on the ceiling, on the people, I got people on the people, dancing, dancing on the people, I got purple hat, cheetah print, dancing on the people, rolled up at the after joint, dancing, dancing. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Sophie Tucker's purple hat, mate. Sophie who? Purple Sophie what? Tucker. Is this Mother. another person who I have no <laughs> idea who it is? No, I'm just telling you who it is. I didn't say you have to know who she is. You said, who is it? I said Sophie Tucker. Mother. Man, you're bringing an attitude today. you got to settle down. I thought that coffee was supposed to pep you up. Hello, little Maggie. We need to discuss what we've watched these past two weeks. Okay, Max, you've had your little say now. <laughs> Uh, would you like me to yeah, go maybe. first? Sure. Well, we're saving this for uh, the a little bit later, but I'm going to be talking about Spencer Confidential, the Mark Wahlberg, Peter Berg film. Um, but in the meantime, His I name's watched... Peter Berg? Peter Berg, yeah. Berg. Sick. Um, I watched I all Berg. of Lost Girl Season 2, which was 22... I think it was 22 episodes, which is quite long because the other... Four seasons are only 13. So that took me obviously a bit longer to get through. I watched 10 Cloverfield Lane with you. And I'll let you talk about that for a little bit because I've seen it before and you hadn't. I watched another Peter Berg, Mark Wahlberg compilation. It was the only one that I hadn't seen yet. Deepwater Horizon. And you said it was your favorite, right? No. Oh. I'm going to talk about that later. Oh, I'm going to sh- talk about Spencer Confidential. Yeah. <coughs> and... Yeah, I've been meaning to watch that one for some time and been tempted to buy it on 4K a number of times, but never got to it for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, enjoyed that. That was based on a, a true story of the the oil spill in, was it like 2010? Homeboy loves his true story yeah. adaptations with Correct. Mark Wahlberg, right? Correct. Yeah. And that's, that's what I'll talk about. And then I watched a film called The Upside, which is a, an American remake of the French film Intouchables, featuring Brian Cranston and Kevin Hart, and in a smaller role, Nicole Kidman. Um, so that's where Brian Cranston is a paraplegic and only can move from his neck up, is in a wheelchair, controls the wheelchair with his chin, like to move forward, circle around, etc. Was it shit house? No, it was really good. Okay. I'm not like <clears throat> deeply moving as you'd want it to be but definitely quite an interesting story perspective entertaining comedic um relief throughout it as well and then um basically kevin hart um plays the role of his carer he's an ex-con who's getting all his papers signed for various jobs trying to find the right job to support his ex-wife and his son who's a teenager um and then just sort of stumbles across brian cranston interviewing for carer and makes a lot of money because Brian Cranston is very, very rich. and So he fleeces this poor paraplegic guy. What a dick. Yeah, but like he has to change like his, uh, uh, what's that thing called? Where, Colostomy bag? Yeah, that. He has to change that daily and it gets... So that's the job of a kid. Well, I, I know, exactly. But this is what Kevin Hart's not expecting when he signs on and sees the paycheck and gets to live in the house in this completely desirable living space. Um, so yeah, it was quite moving to see like their dynamic and their friendship because they're very, very different people. It was based on a true story as well, um, of this carer and, um, the person in the wheelchair and yeah, Kevin Hart was quite funny in it, but a much more serious role for him because he's really 
Brian Cranston has probably 50% of the jokes and the comedy within it as well. Um, uh, Juliana Hargalese. Margulies has a very small role in Why it as well. Why do I know well. that name? <clears throat> she is from The Good Wife and ER. Oh, that babe. Yeah, yeah. She's a cool lady. Yeah, yeah. Like She's her. cool. Scratchy voice. Yeah, yeah. Good Wife. Good show. Good show. Nah. It's got Ron Perlman's double. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. What's her name? Christine Baranski or I something like that. Yeah. Try to stay as far away from her as possible. Um, so I watched that and then. Scares me. Today, literally finished a book with my year tens called "The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime," written by Mark Haddon. It's the third time I've read the novel now. Um, second time with the class, once on my own, um, about a protagonist with, who's on the autism spectrum and wants to solve the murder of his next door neighbor's dog. And then throughout that process, found out a lot more about um, his father and his mother along along the way. Like that they were related. <laughs> <laughs> no, Game of Thrones. Um, and then we're going to be comparing that with the TV show Atypical next term, which I'm looking forward to. And I've just finished watching Queen of Catway for the second time with my year eights. So the first time I watched it was just to get to see what it was like before we did it with the year eights. <clears throat> and we finished that last week and they really enjoyed it, which I was pleased with, obviously, that they got into it, that they connected with it. And... Um, yeah, really was sort of invested in <clears throat> what was happening and what was how it was going to end. Um, and currently reading Tom Clancy's The Hunt for Red October, being a big fan of the Jack Ryan Amazon series. I was like, oh, I might check out what his books are like um, for Jack Ryan's storyline. So Scusi lent me um, Hunt for Red October because that's the first in the Jack Ryan series. So I'm very, very um, early into that book. Um, and haven't gotten into it yet. Probably why I'm taking so long to really you know get who started. Played a good Jack Ryan. Um, guessing you're not going to say Chris Pine because he was one of them. Why wouldn't I say Chris Pine? Ah, oh, uh, Chris Pine. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> who was the other one? Um, I don't fucking know. Wasn't it um, Ben Affleck? Or am I thinking of something? Uh, some I'm of thinking fears, of Reindeer maybe. Games. Yeah. Well, how do you get? I don't know why. How do you get a Jack who was the Ryan other one? film out of? Reindeer games. I don't know because it's a I weird think, game. No, I think you're right. Some of all fears. I think it's yeah. not called Jack Ryan. Some of all fears, but it's no. Just, I probably it was him. Bruce Willis. Some of all fears is Bruce Willis. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was Morgan Freeman and Ben Affleck. Interesting. IMDb dot com. Here we come. Choices. Get your facts right, Jados. Um. <sighs> Jesus. We'll look if I'm into right, that. I hate that you make me second guess myself. Ah, oh, well, you know, that's on you, not me. <laughs> yeah, look, boom, Ben Affleck, oh, okay. Morgan Freeman, some of all fears. That's from the CIA analyst Jack Ryan. Oh, snap. Done told you. Different to uh, Jack Reacher, which is Tom Cruise. Yeah, which everyone who's a fan of yeah. those series says that's the worst casting ever because Jack Reacher's like 6'5 jacked in oh, the books. Oh, okay. And Tom Cruise is like 5'5". Five, five. I didn't know that. And Tom Cruise. <laughs> Much shorter. Yeah. <laughs> Very different, yes. Um, so that sort of rounds me out for uh, the last two weeks, except for talking about Spencer Confidential, which I'll do shortly. You'll get to that. Yeah. What about you? you? I'll, I'll talk about 10 Cloverfield at the end, I guess. Yeah. But I watched that for the first time. Oh, yeah. On Blu-ray, Ooh, twisted, surround sound. Twisted my mustache because I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. I uh, watched True Lies because it popped up on Plex. Ah, that admin service that Scusi's running is stellar. Yeah, he uh, 
You ask and you shall receive. He's taking care of business, as Take they say. Taking care of business. I watched a very bad uh, Hulk Hogan movie from the 80s called No Hold the Bard when I was at my mate John's. Mm. And uh, <coughs> last night, for some crazy reason, I watched The Lion King, the new one. What? It's so was it bad. on Plex? No, 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 oh. on, on Disney+. Plus. Oh, of course. So bad. I saw a clip from it the other day. I don't know where or why. And I went, oh, I have no interest in seeing that. I thought, because I had a few beers. Mm-hmm. I was just like, if I'm ever going to get through this movie. Yeah, I'm going to have beers it's in a me. a few beers. Because that's the only way I watched uh, the, the latest mm-hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, which was the sequel. Mm-hmm. So it was called like Into the Shadows or some shit. I was like, I need a few beers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch this garbage. And it was terrible. But oh my God, the graphics are bad. Like... Mm. The acting somehow is terrible. The voice acting mm-hmm. is just so bad. And uh, yeah, if you ever, mm. if like we go into like, you know, Apocalypse mm. and you've only got one movie you can watch <laughs> and it's Lion King, I urge you to just go full it. samurai style and just. Bushido, it's called. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, because mm. you'd rather, you know, you'd dishonor yourself if you watched it, so you're going <laughs> to Bushido yourself anyway. Uh-huh. But my God, that movie was terrible. Uh, and happier news of Disney+, Plus, which a uh, butt-ton of Simpsons, enjoying yes, that. Yes, yeah. Uh, was very bored one day, and I, I ended up writing out the entire episode guide in my notes what? on my phone so I can tick off. Of Simpsons? What I've watched. That's a lot of episodes. How many is that? Three of them? <laughs> Let's okay. So about twenty-two a season for thirty-something seasons. Six hundred apps or something. There you go. So my thumbs were pretty tired. <laughs> oh my god! You know you could just get that on the internet, right? Yeah, but like it's there, so I can. I love writing. I love handwriting. Oh, but this is just on my phone. So oh, it's, okay. It's terrible. Yeah, I also actually really enjoy handwriting. Big biros are the best way to go. Because you've just had a week off of work, so you've had a yep. bit of extra time at your sleeve. Yep, and I. Uh, I'm on to book 11 of yes, the, Va- the Walking Dead, and it's getting deep into some Negan, which he's uh, clearly based off comedian Andrew Dice Clay, yeah, which you're I'm saying. really enjoying having that voice in my head. A lot of profanity, a lot of fun. Uh, I watched, I've told myself now that I'm going to try to watch at least one comedy special a week, so mm. last week I watched Anthony Jeselnik's Just through, latest, like, Netflix? Because mm-hmm, there's, a, there's a shit ton on there. Right? <coughs> Love me some comedy. I watched Anthony Jeselnik's latest special, I forget what it was called, but... Very good dry humor, swerve humor, and just he just comes across as a dick, which is perfect. Uh, but what else? Uh, and I've been watching a bunch of Sopranos. Mm. And I'm up. Uh, You're up to season four, aren't you? No, I started season five, and I'm actually I'm almost done with season five. And there's only six. Yeah. You're almost done again. Yeah. Yeah. But I've got plenty of watching ahead of me with The Wire, because. <gasps> uh, I know I've never seen that. I always hear about Admin. it. Yep. Plex for hooking us up with that. So I'll be watching that soon. Oh, yeah. That sounds good to me. So, uh, yeah, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What'd you think? <laughs> Who's a star? It's got Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Mm-hmm. It's got John Goodman. Mm-hmm. And, and it's got the rat face guy. Gallagher Jr. Is that his name? Something, yeah. Yeah, the rat face Twisty. guy. The guy from Newsroom. The rat face guy from Newsroom. Yeah. He's got a rat face if that hasn't come across. And he had big hair and something we just watched the other day. And, you're like, and I'm like, that's the Newsroom guy. And I was watching it before. What was that? It was a trailer for something, wasn't it? Yeah, I was watching it. And I'm like, oh, that's no, the guy. Oh, no, you're watching Westworld. My bad. Oh, guys. Westworld is back with season three every Monday night. 
Oh, check it out. Yeah, he's in the new season of Westworld. That's right. There you go. Tessa Thompson, my doppelganger. Shout out. The uh, funny part is that uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane is a guy who's prepared a bunker for Doomsday. <laughs> We're like, oh, this feels quite topical right now. He's yeah. gone underground. He's really, self-isolating. Really, really quite strange. Because he believe the, believes the air is contaminated from either chemical or nuclear warfare. Um, we obviously know, being 10 Cloverfield Lane, that it's something to do with the attack of aliens. Um, but they haven't worked that out yet, and he has basically taken Mary's character hostage. Basically, he okay, he up, has he, he has. ran her car off the road. Yeah, uh, she, she plays a character called Michelle as John Goodman's character, I believe Henry. Is that his name? Yeah, keeps calling her because that's her name in the, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, uh, but yeah, he straight up runs her off the fucking road, and uh, then she's she's handcuffed. She's held captive. Yep. And he's like, "What's up? My name's What's up? Henry, What's up? What's up? <laughs> probably." <laughs> and he's like, "She's trying to escape." And he's all like, "Please don't do that." I, his character, I don't even know what to compare it to. Mm, very if you've unique. seen the movie, you know what it is. But like, he's he's got kind of well mannered, but also at the same time, he's a complete psycho. You need to do stuff by his rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's made up a story about he probably did have a daughter. I don't know. I think he did, but he she's left, and then he kidnapped. It, you find out. He kidnapped another girl who went missing in the little town and treated her like his daughter, I suppose. Which, he's clearly not healthy in the head. No, not at all. He popped that poor guy for having scissors. Oh my God, your reaction was good too. You're like, oh, clearly weren't expecting that, which is awesome. Yeah, Yeah, because you're good at guessing, oh, this is going to happen. Wow, you never said that out loud. Did that hurt? Did that hurt? No. You saying that right now? Hurt no, because it's just annoying when you're like, "Oh, this is gonna happen. <laughs> this is gonna happen." Shut up! Watch the movie, man. <laughs> well, it's your fault for only watching movies with me that you've seen before. So yeah, maybe, true that. Maybe you need to start watching, and then you Good can get time. annoyed at me going, "Oh, this gonna happen." Especially you- if I did decide to watch Tropic Thunder with you, because every time yeah. you walked into the room. You're like quoting the stuff before it even happened. I was like, oh my God, imagine watching this whole thing with you. That used to be one of my go-to movies, like if I had a shit ton of ironing to do. It'd be like <laughs> that or Inception. Put it on the background. Pineapple Express. Inception. Yeah, well, it's a long movie. So yeah, if you got a is. shit ton of ironing to do, <laughs> and it's a good movie. It makes it more bearable. Yeah, great soundtrack. But uh, yeah, you love to- uh, Cloverfield Lane, right? I wasn't expecting to enjoy it that much. Yeah. Especially a movie that's basically only three cast members. This is very true. Yeah. And there's a sequel too. And have yeah. you seen Cloverfield? No, nah, I couldn't do it. Yeah. That handheld. Very, very shit. different film. Very different film entirely. Um, yeah, the handheld camera. Very much like uh, Wreck and Quarantine. But there were a few. And Blair Witch Project, which is kind of handheld camera as well. Um, there's not too many films like that, really. Well, they tried to. Do, even Hollywood, big Hollywood movies like uh, when they did that uh, Miami Vice remake. Yep. It had a handheld camera vibe. Ah. The movie sucked, but that did not help it at all. Right. And also, end of watch in another weird way, but it was kind of oh. like the chest it was, cams, yeah. dash cams. Like, and he also had a handheld camera. And I originally didn't want to see that because I was like, fuck that noise. Miami Vice ruined that this like, yeah, style no, of shooting. Of watch, and then better. I watched End of Watch. And still to this day, at the end of that movie, I almost certainly cry when he's like, he was my brother. Oh, he yeah. my brother. That, that's a movie. very good film. Oh, yeah. Need to rewatch that, actually. You know who's in it? Your girl, Anna Kendrick. She is. Mm-hmm. She, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's yeah. wife. Yeah. yeah, love interest, eventual wife. And your girl, America Ferrer. <laughs> She's my girl, is she? I, I, Ugly Betty. Did you ever watch that? I did. I don't know if I finished it. I don't think I did, no. 
Um, the show probably didn't even know it finished. No, yeah, it was very, very big and popular to begin with and then like, just fizzled yeah, big time. Good year or so. Um, but definitely recommend watching 10 Cloverfield Lane. It's one of the best, best thrillers of the last few years. Yeah, just I, there's probably, if I wanted to, I could probably find faults with it. But I, as, as I was watching it, I was like, nah. okay, this has got me sucked in. Mm-hmm. This is good. I'm liking the characters. And like I said with John Goodman, as yeah, you already said, he was like very he's interesting. got a, some kind of charm about him, even though you know he's a psycho, so... Yeah, he's like, oh, he's nice. Nope, he's creepy. Oh, he's going to protect her. Nope, he's going to hurt her. You didn't know which way it was going to go. You're like, get out of there. And the one thing that did kind of, that was weird to me was when that broad showed up and she... Yeah, outside. Yeah, and then, yeah, I mean, I guess that was explained at the end, but yeah. The timing of that, a little too convenient. Uh. There you go. I'm I'm shitting on it now. Fuck that movie. (laughs) No, but seriously, good movie. (laughs) Mark and the Funky Bunch. You know who my... Because all his Funky Bunch had like pretty funky names. You want to know what my favorite of his Funky Bunch name Do was? Do tell, because I don't think I know them. You ready for this? Hector the Booty Inspector. Oh my God. That's the dopest name you ever heard, right? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Do <laughs> <laughs> you imagine having that job title? Inspector of a Booty? Wasn't his brother in a band? Pop band? Jay. What's their right name? Now? Take that. No. <laughs> What was their name? New Kids on the Block. Oh, that's it, yeah. Donnie, Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. Yeah. New Kids on the Block. But uh, we played a bit of Marky Mark because we're going to talk about his latest film, Spencer Confidential. Before we get into that, I just want to mm. talk about my acting coaster right now and how mm. useless it uh, is. Because mm. it's, it's, a, it's a match guide for the AFL season 2020. Oh, now it's not as useful because they've shortened the AFL season to 17 rounds. Yep. I'm telling you things you already know. Well, I'm just saying because th- for the listeners out there, yeah. they all, I'm assuming most of our listeners are Australians. <laughs> but they know so. that too. So it's, it's, it's a very useless book now. I mean, it was kind of, it was a stupid investment. And it, now it's a coaster. Like, so it makes no, sense. Well, yeah, exactly. Good for the book, I guess. The IMDb synopsis is when two Boston police officers are murdered, Ex-cop Spencer. Wait, can I read it in a Boston Oh, accent? I was going to actually suggest that. Yeah, give me, give me, give Let's me. take that back. Just rewind. <clears throat> when two Boston police officers are murdered, ex-cop Spencer <laughs> teams up with his no-nonsense roommate, Hawk, to take down criminals. That shit. Take him down to the Charles River and pop a, <laughs> pop a bullet in the back of their head, kid, and then, then they're going to clown on him. Yes, well... uh, it's, this is one of the um, five collaborations between Wahlberg and uh, Peter Berg, the 
the director of the movie. You know what's insane? I haven't seen a single one of those films, which I think you oh, you need to a little too criminally shocked at. You're I'll like, tell you the one you need to watch in a minute. Um, but funnily enough, this is the only one of those five that's not based on a true story. This is completely fictional, although I'm sure I'm sure there are very similar stories to this. I didn't see anywhere that it was based on a true story, but essentially. Uh, Mark Wahlberg plays a cop and when he starts getting um, information that his commander, his chief, whatever, his the boss is called in the, the F, well, he's not even the FBI, it's just police department. Probably director of operations. Yeah, something like that. When he starts to look a little bit shady, investigates it and finds um, some pretty intriguing evidence to suggest that he's corrupt and goes to take him down. Um, but in doing so, like ends up beating up his boss and getting sentenced to a, a few years in prison. And Sounds like what Mark Wahlberg did in real life, but he killed a guy. Yeah, right. He went to prison for manslaughter. Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. When? I don't know, before he started rapping. Oh, okay, ages and ages a, ago. He was a very naughty yes, boss. Yes, that's right. Yep. I, I did see something just the other day about Mark Wahlberg's troubled past. I was like, eight minutes, I'm not watching that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so yeah, he does. He does his time. Um, you know, Post Malone has his film debut oh, as one geez. of his inmates in in the opening sequences. There, um, some flashbacks sort of reveal what he does to his uh, commanding officer and how he sort of gets himself into prison. Um, and obviously, this guy is still in command, and he's still you know has this issue where he has to fight against any sort of injustice that he sees. It's kind of one of his character traits within the film. Um, but yes, the same day that he gets released from prison, two cops are murdered. And so obviously he becomes suspect number one because it's very convenient timing. Um, and then the drama and action unfolds because he wants to then prove who has actually killed them and then in the process actually take down whoever he discovers is corrupt within the police department. Um, so I've it's just ca- really tuned out right now. So he's yeah. an ex-cop who yeah. was in jail and yep. then he gets out and two cops get popped. Yep. Cool. And so now he's got to try and he wants to solve their murders for the injustice of it all, but also to sort of shake the ta- shake everyone off um, from suspecting him as the the murderer. So What's his character's name? Quilin Sullivan or something? Spencer. Spencer what? Is uh, his last name Spencer? Confidential. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, it's kind of, he like used to be an ex-boxer. His, his mentor is played by Alan Arkin. Um, his ex-partner, his ex-girlfriend is an actress I've never actually heard of before. But she'd be a babe, right? Because Mark Wahlberg uh, pulls the checks. I guess so. She's not overly Hollywood, which is a good thing. Um, well, she's still from Boston. But he sort of he, he has plans to leave oh, come Boston. On, that was oh, he's still from Boston. <laughs> Shut up. Um, he still has plans. Well, he has plans to get out of Boston and sort of escape the past and start fresh and become a truck driver of all things. Um, a lot of work there in Boston, so he got the the part. Yeah, yeah. But uh, in the end, he stays around for Alan Arkin for a little bit to help with his roommate, uh, Hulk, whatever he's called, whatever you read Hark. out before. Hark, as in Huck? Hawk. Oh, Hawk. <laughs> That's to help Hawk with his boxing career. So you know who Boston's favorite superhero is? Hawkeye. 
Oh. Uh, it's not really. I just wanted to say okay. Hawk Guy. Oh, I can't even try Hawk and do guy. the Boston bloody thing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's Netflix exclusive. It's kind of one where you're inter- entertained in the movement, in the in the moment. You don't really need to be thinking <laughs> in the movement. <laughs> I got those good vibrations. Jesus. But it's kind it, of kids. it's kind of a forgettable film once you finish watching it. Oh really? It. Yeah. That's probably why it's on Netflix, huh? Correct. But I do want to speak about Peter Berg and Mark Wilberg's other collaborations because they are much, much better than Rattle them off. Boom, let's go. Speed round. So the first one is Lone Survivor. True story of one person who survives a military mission being Mark Wilberg. The other one is Patriot's Day, which is uh, based on the Boston Marathon bombing. Um. Then there's Deepwater Horizon, based on the oil spill, biggest oil spill in American history. And the first episode of the newsroom covers that story, and that's what actually got me really interested in what went down. Um, and the fifth one is... Oh, God. First Confidential Light Survivor. Isn't that it? Deepwater, Patriot's Day, Lone Survivor, the three true story, and then Spencer Confidential, and... Oh, no, I've blanked. You've got your phone right there. Yeah, well, I... Uh, anyway, the one that you need to watch out of all of them is Patriot's Day. It's so, so good about the Boston Marathon bombings. Um, and, oh, the other one. I don't know. Oh, this is based on a true story. Mile 22 with Ronda Rousey. Wasn't that like a Netflix movie too? No. Oh, well... Isn't that a heist movie? Maybe here. Yeah. Um... Yeah, mile 22. I forgot about that because, again, I kind of tuned out in in watching that. But it's, Yeah, because you're a sexist. You don't like Ronda Rousey. It's a small team of elite American intelligence officers, part of a top-secret tactical command unit to trying to smuggle a mysterious police officer um, with sensitive in- information out of Indonesia. And it has Laura Cohen, whoever that is. John Malkovich, Ronda Rousey. I kind of watched it for Ronda Rousey, but and kind of tuned out, wasn't as invested in it. But the one that had my full attention was Patriots Day. It is very, very engaging. Very, um, it's just very intense. How well it's captured to make it look like this Boston bombing occurred, and not long after that actually came out, there was a Jake Gyllenhaal, Tatiana Maslany film that came out based on a real guy who was involved in the Boston bombing and ended up in a wheelchair because of it and his sort of struggle to rehabilitate and get back to normal life um so there were a couple of things coming out around the same time on this same incident but it was very interesting because i didn't actually know too much about the the marathon bombings except that I it happened vaguely remember when it happened and yeah just thinking, like why the fuck is shit like this still happening? exactly but it's so well captured from a number of different perspectives um i don't know i don't think so well then how am i ever going to watch it Plex? <laughs> no, I need to buy it. I need to buy it. Like that. It needs to be Let me cinematic. check my, my movies. What do you call it? Such and such. While you do that, I'll talk about my favorite Marky Mark in the Funky Bunch song. I don't own it. I need to get that shit sorted. What is wrong? I'm going to get it on 4K. YOLO. I'm getting it tomorrow. Done. Well, how am I going to watch it tonight if you're getting it tomorrow? <laughs> That's not convenient. It's not convenient <laughs> for me at all. How dare you? I'll get you. on the computer for you. I'll do my own Plex for you. What? Get do you know what you should do? Oh, well. What are you doing tomorrow? Errands, chores, nothing. You know what you should do? Go on a buy Patriot's Day. You. Rewatching it. You should pick me up from work and we can watch it tomorrow night. 
and my wife picked me up from work. Done. So that way I don't get home at fuck off o'clock. <laughs> it's my favourite time, fuck off o'clock. Yeah, I can do that. Sick. I'd be happy to rewatch that actually and I'll probably just go buy it on, on 4K. I it's just really intense, really well captured and a great insight to actually what went down, how they captured the guy, all of this. So... Um, oh, that was going to be my question when you were talking yeah. about it. Like, did they ever capture the fuck? Yeah, well, that was that was known information to everyone but me. <laughs> he was no, captured, I think I, well, I was going to say, I think I remember when yeah. it happened because they did like a little news story yep. on a guy and he was a white dude, right? Can I remember? Well, we'll save that for the movie. I don't think so. No? Oh, <laughs> no. You're just you're no. deliberately not saying certain words now. <laughs> Let's just say that he was not... A Bostonian. That's right. That's right. But what it's would, definitely the most superior of all of those films. A, a Bostonite? Well, because we're Bostonite, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Bostonite we'll works that. for me. Um, so Spencer Confidential. Good in the moment. Don't have to be thinking. Good disengagement from the reality. Um, but somewhat f- forgetful. I don't think I could ever watch it just because Post Malone's in it. Oh yeah, he's very briefly in it, and he's in two short scenes, and that's it. Does he get his ass kicked? Uh, not really. Does no. someone bottle him? No. Well, then goes, yeah, Wilbur goes back to prison to get some information from him a bit later in the film. That's about it. Right. Uh, so, yeah, if you're going to watch any of the Peter Berg f- films, they're all good, but Patriot's Day is far superior. That oil Followed by Deepwater Horizon. Watched. Okay, so yeah. that was good? That was good. Right, cool. Yeah. All right, well, maybe I'm going to have to get in on some... What do you say? His Maybe name I'll is? get both of them. Oh my god, oh, Peter Berg. Peter Berg. All right, I should remember that. All right, all right, all right. So that's it for another week on the podcast. You know what's a good song? Not that one. <laughs> Couldn't go to this point. <laughs> what are you Your even boy saying? Chad Kruger. This is how you remind me. This is how you remind me of what I never had. What? Is that what the line is? I don't know, is it? You know what? Kudos to that guy. He got Avril Lavigne's body double. To marry him? No. (laughs) You're going to say he got Avril Lavigne's body double to marry him. Because she's dead. You know that, right? Oh, my God. Conspiracy theory. Biggest cover-up in Hollywood. Yes. Oh, my God. What songs did she sing? Skater Boy? Yeah. Did a really bad cover of Metallica one time. Hey, yeah, what? fight fire with fire. Complicated, losing control, nobody's home. There, there's a lot. Yeah, I was a scared boy. Actually, one of my aunts was listening to that the other day. Get the fuck out. I was like, yes, they it's coming would, full circle. Have they even been alive when that song came nah. out? Whoa, <laughs> I don't know why. That's <laughs> really Miguel impressive. Avril. Do you know Avril is April in French? That Avril. Makes, I think you told me that one mm. time. Yeah, That's where that comes from. Very French Canadian over there. She is. Avril She's Canadian. Levine is definitely a definitely. French name as well. She was the Alanis Morissette of our generation. Oh, don't go that far. Yeah. She was like punk. Yeah. Alanis Her singles gangster. were punk. Oh, what's that slow song? It's really good. We should finish with that song. Uh, Without you. Wait, wait, who's that by? With you. I'm with you. But is it by Alanis Avril. Morissette? Oh, I thought we were going to sing. Um, oh, what do you want to sing? You got one hand in my pocket <laughs> and the, the other, other one's is. throwing a peace sign. <laughs> the other one's smoking a no cigarette. cigarette. Holding a cigarette. Yeah, she's got some a lot of songs. Alanis. Yeah. She was with that Ryan Reynolds for she a time. She was. Yeah. He's in like one of her behind the scenes videos or something when she's shooting. You know what she was in that was really good? Speaking. Dogma. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
really good. And that's say, a really good soundtrack, really good song. Just to cut back to like three segments. Speaking of Ben Affleck, <laughs> you know what's a good movie? Oh, wow. Reindeer Speaking games. Speaking of Boston. Yeah, Boston. that ties in better. Yeah. The, 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 good, the greater mass area. That's that joke there and Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are like, you know, uh, Ben Affleck filmed whatever whatever the film was, Argo in in Boston, whose previous two films were filmed in Iraq. Um, but this time he wanted to... Oh no, his previous two fi- that's right. His previous two films were fi- uh, were filmed in Boston. Yes. But this time he wanted to film somewhere that was friendlier to outsiders. <laughs> so he went to Iraq. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, the poor Boston." You know, I've never seen Goodwill Hunting, but one of my favorite oh, wow. quotes from that is I think it's a Ben Affleck quote. Yeah. A uh, quote. He's like, "We're going to go to Harvard, beat up smart kids." No. <laughs> I've heard that. It's probably been you that said that. Probably. I don't know. Love a good Boston quote. But uh, on that, you know, note, on that, you know, note, what the f... I'm so delirious today. It's Friday, man. It's Friday. Ready to switch off at NerdHerd. Um, we're going to leave it for the next couple of weeks. We'll be back for episode five. Hey, don't say we. I'm definitely going to die for no, this okay. COVID-19. It's going to be not another podcast with Jade. And that's it. You know what? You can <laughs> use my my yeah. intro there. and uh yeah. I've if got the uh, the rights to the intro. Yeah, well, yeah, you do. <laughs> this, is, this is your song and dance. I'm just, I'm just here the the gesture. Here for the ride. Yeah. Can you give us a farewell in Boston accent? Uh, thanks for coming out. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, if you're ever down south, um, my uncle's got a pizzeria down there. It's a good slice of pie. All right, take care. I'm out of here, kid. <laughs>